This, 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 this is mythical. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Best Friends Back All Right, the show where two high school best friends try the best friend thing again. I'm Negin Homayfad. And I'm Stevie Wynn Levine. And today we are learning accents. Oh boy. Man. <laughs> I am nervous because I have a feeling that, I mean, you've said that you've done an audition and an accent. Granted, it was like an Iranian Persian accent, correct? Oh, that you I'm were... sorry. So that discounts it somehow? No, because like I feel like the only accent that I can very easily do is a Southern accent. Like I can do well, a Southern yes. accent very easily. Um, yes. But I just feel really inadequate about any other accent ability. But do <laughs> no, that's you... That's okay. That's okay. Do you feel like you're going to be good at this? I feel like I am going to be really enthusiastic about this. Okay. Because y'all have all heard us impersonate Stevie's dad, right? Yeah. That's the that's yeah. a southern accent. We've said Mamma Mia two or three oh, times. Oh god, don't bring in it up an again. Italian accent. Okay, but but don't worry, Stevie, we are going to become pros today. Okay. All right, with with Hollywood accent coach Jack Wallace, also Hollywood. known as at Accent Coach Jack. I'm very excited to have Jack on because he's actually an experienced dialect coach. He's from England. He's based in Los Angeles. So you know he's got a nice English accent. Ooh, that just made me feel more confident about my abilities for the episode. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. But he's really cool because his accent and dialect videos, they have millions of views. I'm a proud contributor to those views. His clients have appeared in so many good shows, including Never Have I Ever, yes. Queer as Folk, okay. Dairy Girls, and The Walking Dead. So All I'm right. kind of like, is he bringing zombie accents today? I don't know. But now Best Friends Back All Right is just another just another show he can put his, you know, <laughs> right, hang right. his hat on. Sure. <laughs> but anyway, before we get into that, how was your week? How are you doing? Well, uh, as we signed on to this uh, virtual recording session, I think that we both noticed something about each other, and that's that we decided, without talking about it, to both get bangs. Uh, this is in the pretty past, amazing. In the past couple weeks, um, yeah. So you're you've gone with a side bang situation. It's a middle part, but one is swooped to the left. Oh, excuse me, I didn't know. Is side bang a, like is that offensive to you that I've used that term? Side bang makes me think of Justin Bieber. Oh, like a swoop. A like swoop? a swoop. Like I could go like this. I, oh, so you're anti-swoop? You can, you can it's swoop. Just a look. Okay. I'm going to need to actually because that's what I've learned is that like having bangs requires you to just just move your head yeah. a little bit to the side. Well, I went with the 
straight in front of my eyes. Like, are they uncomfortable constantly? The answer is <laughs> yes, bangs. I love how they look, though. Oh, thank I you just, very much. I, I am a big fan. Are you going to self-trim? Uh, that seems dangerous to me. I I specifically wanted, one, I brought in photos, which... um you know, is, I think is an important step. Did you? Yes. Did you bring a photo of a person? No. (laughs) No, I didn't bring photos of a person. (laughs) I brought a photo of dog, of dog. (laughs) No. Did you bring a, did you bring a photo of yourself with the same haircut like five years ago? No. Okay. So that's the thing. The last time I had bangs was 2018. I had to look it up. So it was, you know, a a good, good time ago. But last time I got like more of a shelfie type of bang where it was like, you know, the rest of the hair, there's virtually no layers. And poor Jack is like nodding and like, when is my turn to talk? But I know a lot about bangs. Like a shelf, uh, straight across um, bang situation. And this time I wanted that like kind of like punky mm. uh, shag. I can tell you're wearing a leather jacket. Yeah. Well, it's cold. Um, <laughs> and I um, I explicitly was like, I don't want anyone thinking that I'm getting bangs because of Taylor Swift. And I need you to make that clear in wow. your in your haircut. Is that something people would say? Oh, girl, yes. I wow. There was a time period where, and I don't want to, I mean, we can reserve this conversation for, for later because <laughs> I want to learn some accents, but there was a time period where people, the further I got outside of LA, the yeah. more times I was um, mistaken oh, for Taylor Swift. Got it. Yes. I have never been mistaken for an actor for that to, or for like for anyone famous for me to even consider having to like how your like, bangs are going to affect it. Yeah. Yeah, cuz I've brought in pictures of like beautiful women to the hairstylist all the time. Yeah. And I'm like I want her hair. So nobody's ever going to be like Courtney oh, Kardashian? <laughs> like <laughs> Giselle Bündchen? <gasps> you is that you? Like <laughs> never going to happen to me. Courtney nope. Kardashian? <laughs> Who is saying that? Who is also saying that? Okay, so you got Texas bangs. What else did you do? I got Texas bangs. Well, I had a really, um, we were, I had a really fun time in Texas after Mythicon. I went and saw a bunch of family. I got this, I got this 70s haircut without using a picture. Mm. And when we got back to D.C., we had some friends over um, for what Zach, uh, my husband, calls Nicholas Cage night. So over the last uh, few months, he has been hosting with a couple of friends a once a month Nick Cage night, okay, where (laughs) he likes to order fried chicken because that is what Nick Cage orders the premiere on the premiere night of any of his movies. He he gets like a bucket oh. of KFC chicken. This is research so, oriented. It's like it's like it's intensive. It's so deep. Yeah. Yes. And then and then he does some Nicolas Cage trivia, mm-hmm. right? To just set the mood so that people can get into it because not everybody coming to this Nick Cage night is into Nick Cage, right? They're just there cuz okay. the, whatever. Um fun fact, for example, do you know what Nicolas Cage's real last name is? Coppola. 
Yes, bitch. You got it. Jack, I bet you didn't know. What? <laughs> you can't slam Jack before he's even like officially a part of the podcast. I'm sorry. I just think it's a great little piece of trivia. Okay. And then we watched the film. And so this um, this month, the film was Con Air. Okay. Do you remember that? Yeah. Con Air is a hilarious film. I highly recommend you watch it when you need to just like yell at the screen. It has that vibe. Like you're always yelling. You're like, what the fuck? That doesn't make any sense. But there's some crazy people in this film. But Nick Cage plays this um, this felon who gets put in jail because he has killed a man who threatened his wife. Right. So it's like a crime of passion. You want to like him. But he has this Alabama accent mm. that is so bad. Mm. It sounds like he's from like the antebellum South. I was going to say a lot of times. Yeah. A lot of times actors, when they do a bad Southern accent, it sounds like they're like a Southern bell situation versus yes. like if you're really going to do like a down and dirty South, like it's not going to be cute. And that's the point. But yeah. like this kind of, yeah, yeah, antebellum it's is an weird. interesting way to say it. Yeah. I mean, he's like, the, the, the one of the famous uh, lines from the film is he says, like, put the bunny in the box. Mm-hmm. But he's like, put the bunny in the box. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> what era A lot. are you from? <laughs> A lot. <laughs> and pay your taxes. Pay your taxes, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, this is very, this is a very uh, fortuitous episode recording, I think, because I would like to know how to how to fucking fix Nick's Nick Cage. <laughs> that, is, <laughs> that is a big ass question that I do not want to put on on Jack. But your point taken point taken. We're going to learn how to correctly have different accents. Not yes. I don't believe we're not going necessarily south, southern. but um, no, yeah, not yeah, necessarily. Yeah. But Jack, hello. Welcome. Hello. Hello. Oh, my goodness. Are you a Nick Cage fan? Uh my cousin definitely is. Uh, I, I, I'm okay. I, don't know I like that deflection. <laughs> I like that deflection. That is I want to use that. Word, you know. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. All right. But you know the accent issues that I'm talking about, right? Yes, and it's actually hilarious that you're talking about this because I was working on a project recently, and I had a family that was all supposed to be from an area in the south in 2022, and one okay. of one of the actors just refused to do what I was saying and was like, oh, on the way to the fair, I was like, mm, please, please stop that. <laughs> uh, it's like, I feel like when you go, t- when you also use an accent like that, it's, for me, it's offensive because it's reflecting a time of the South that was also like, those people had slaves. Yeah. Like those were the people that spoke like that we're bad. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I don't know what the insistence is on speaking in that way. <laughs> I think that there's also um well, in in any accent and I and I think it's especially true for like the broad spectrum of like British accents, like they have mm. different associations with like class type, you know? Yes. And so I think that yes. when actors maybe are like yeah, thinking about the south, they're like, "Well, I want to do 
the like highfalutin southern accent. I don't want to do <laughs> the like you know down and dirty accent because I don't think that that like you know that mm, is reflective that's pro- of my whatever. exactly. But yeah, that's not the case. I don't know. What do you think, Jack? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, it's also interesting how the whole like scope of accent coaching has changed over the past ten to fifteen years. Now that we have the mm. internet, we can hear actual people from there. You could go onto oh, TikTok yeah. and like put in certain things and just scroll through a bunch of actual what we call models in the case okay. List, and listen to, oh, huh, I thought it was going to sound like this. And actually, it doesn't sound like that <laughs> at all. Mm-hmm. But right. if you were trained back in the 1900s, as the Gen Z call it, um, <laughs> nowadays, um, then you're likely to have learned, oh, this is a Texas accent, this is a Boston accent, this is mm. a New York accent. But the truth is, all accents change over time anyway, yeah. in the same way that language uh, okay. evolves yeah. and changes. So if you're going off something that your teacher taught you in the 90s mm. that was their version of New York, yeah, it probably is not going to sound like a lot of people today. Oh, that's so interesting. How did you How did you get into all of this? I mean, even hearing you say, yeah. like, the the accent that your teacher taught you in the 1900s like tell us about your background and and how how you got into this and then what it involves in your your day-to-day well I I am from the 1900s (laughs) but uh yeah I ended up doing a master's in professional voice practice uh in England and basically that covers a whole bunch of different things it's mainly catered towards people that teach voice and speech at drama schools and colleges where people are learning mm. theatre. But it also covers things like accent and dialect. There was a little bit of singing here and there. But I really mm-hmm. zoned in on that because where I'm from in England is where one of the big major accent shifts happen. Mm. Oh, what does that mean? So you can categorise accents in a manner of ways getting very, very niche to like broad strokes. But one of the broad strokes that you could divide England in is kind of North versus South. Um, so if you think of something like Game of Thrones, then mm-hmm. like Jon Snow, Rob Stark, Ned Stark all had Northern accents, whereas like okay. Sansa Arya had Southern accents. And I'm from the Midlands. <laughs> so ah. um, I would go to school and they would say things like bath, grass, class. And then in my hometown, they would say bath, grass, class and so it's where it starts to really shift and so I would I would hear that constantly growing up and then my mother is from Belfast as well so she has a completely different accent from everyone around us so yeah I I think I just was primed without even knowing it (laughs) (laughs) in terms of like it, it makes complete sense that you have the most knowledge about the accents that are closest to you but you also have like I would assume this kind of encyclopedia, like catalog of accents that you can access at any time. Mm -hmm. And then as you're coaching someone, you would study up on the like particulars, like you said, of like, okay, this is my basic knowledge of Texas, but let me go to this specific place in Texas or this, you know, like, let me go to TikTok and access the people in this age range and what they're saying. Is that 
general like is that a broad strokes I, I, of how I it think, works if you're coaching i think you have all the makings of a dialect coach yourself Steve. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh just you wait just you wait <laughs> but uh yeah essentially that is it there are certain ones that i get called on to coach frequently um because i do a lot of audition coaching and so they'll be like oh i need someone like this person tomorrow um a lot of uk accents a lot of general american accents um, but mm-hmm. then you'll also get certain ones, or if someone's going for an actual role, then you probably want to start getting a little more specific than the broad strokes. So we might mm-hmm. find a, a model that fits those demographics of that person. I mean, we'll find several, we'll listen to them, see what we like and be like, mm-hmm. okay, so this seems to be specific to this person. Whereas these features seem to happen across all of these people. Let's mm-hmm. find where we want to live huh. on that spectrum. Okay, so in some cases, it really is picking maybe a singular person or two and trying to talk like they talk. Unless you're teaching your own accent, it's usually a good way to go about it because otherwise then you're just going off assumptions or like mm-hmm. old research, essentially. Yeah. Something that I am I always find you know fascinating, um, especially as an actor myself, is like figuring out who are the actors who are speaking in their native tongue and native accent and the ones who have adopted another. And it's so impressive to me when I'm like, oh my gosh, this person that's like, you know, supposedly from New York is actually from from England or from South Africa. Like how did they even come to master the accent in such a way? You must work with people like that all the time. Yeah, yeah like how long, how long, how is long it, does it is take? It, yeah. It takes a while <laughs> to be to be really that kind of chameleon of yeah. it. Um, ideally, if they're going for something like going into a biopic, like mm-hmm. Rami Malek being Freddie Mercury or mm-hmm. Meryl Streep being Margaret Thatcher, something that that's mm-hmm. very specific, people have an idea what it's going to be. That process will take a few months for sure, just to get everything okay. down. Within about six weeks, you can get a lot of cover a lot of grounds and get people sounding like believable humans for sure (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah it it varies and then sometimes production are like okay so we're shooting in 10 days and we've got the lead and they've never done an accent before but um can can you help us oh gosh oh my (laughs) but they got the look they got that look (laughs) okay so you're saying what i didn't hear you say is that we could master three different accents in 45 minutes. I mean, you're, well, you're not the average people, you know? So, oh, sh- so. yes. Yeah, that's correct. Yes. So, yeah. The banks make us look a little bit more cultured. It's the banks. Don't they? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm, feeling, I'm feeling particularly confident today. Yeah. Um, I feel like when I'm watching a film and... Uh, you know, I know, I like for recently, I've been seeing a lot of Australian actors uh-huh. in the types of films that I'm watching or the TV shows, and they're really, really good. But then there comes an emotional scene um, where they're either screaming, crying, or whatever. Then I'm like, oh, I found you out. <laughs> you're not American, or <laughs> this is like your other accent coming out. And I'm wondering, is that like, can you work against that? Can you make it so that's like you coach somebody in those emotional scenes so they scream in the right accent? <laughs> yeah, um, that that's always the hardest part of everything because when people are emotional, that's when you kind of fall back into your safe place, which 
for people is their own voice. So we always try when we know there's big emotional scenes, either going to one extreme of like shouting, screaming, or the like crying very quiet, like that mm. version that you can find the new setup in the language. Um, so okay. there's a particular technique out in the world called the Knight Thompson um, speech Knight training. Thompson. And they're mm-hmm. very big on what's called either vocal tract posture, to sound very fancy, or oral posture. Mm-hmm. And basically it's how you hold all of the muscularity in your mouth, even when you're not speaking. So hmm. the way I like to describe this is when I was in high school, I wore a backpack the whole time. So I would, even when I wasn't wearing it, I would walk around and my shoulders were up like this. Okay. And I I wasn't even aware of it. And, and then in drama school, when you're doing all this release work, they were like, put your shoulders down. I was like, they are down. What are you talking about? And then eventually I was like, oh, I see. And the same thing happens with the way that we speak and the way that we talk. We have patterns that we oh, use to okay. find all of the vowels that we use on a daily basis. And so our tongues rest in a different place in our mouth. So for example, as a very broad stroke, very general thing, um, mm-hmm. because Americans tend to say all of their R's in a place as an er, then the back of the tongue tends to sit up a little higher than in England because we, we tend not to say them if it's not followed by a vowel. So, for example, actor, my tongue goes up at the, actor. Goes at the back as opposed to actor, where it's down. Actor. So my tongue uh. would tend to rest down compared to someone who's got that. Or mm-hmm. in Australia, they tend to use that middle of their tongue a lot more. And they're like, oh. And so the middle go, oh. The middle goes up as opposed to oh. Acto. Oh, yeah, I heard that all the time. Acto. <laughs> so um, there are things that you could do to work on that resting setup so that then you don't have to think mm. about doing an accent at the same time as acting. So for these emotional scenes, got you it. want to work on that setup. Well, this is perfect because we've got we've got a little bit of time for you to coach us through some of the basics for a few accents, right? We've talked about maybe French, German, and Essex English accent. And I get asked to do a lot of Middle Eastern or Latin accents. I speak Spanish and Farsi, but, and you know, it would be responsible for me to spend, to use this time with a professional to perfect those accents. But I want to be bad, okay? I want to learn. I want to learn some accents that I don't think I will ever be asked. And also, I feel like it would be really embarrassing to work on something seriously in front of uh, in front of Stevie. What? Stevie? What? <laughs> you you might be asked to have a British accent in something. Why not? Why wouldn't you? I don't. Essex, I don't. I mean, I think that the French a uh, uh, French or German accent is less likely, but they're very fun. But I don't know. I feel like I see a lot of things where people have British accents. So you should oh, expand your horizons here. I would love I would love for the general like British accent to be something for me, but we're learning the Essex accent, which is like the Jersey Shore kind of accent. Uh, is that right? Am I being rude by saying that, Jack? Is it kind of the same vibe? <laughs> I, I fully endorse that. Okay. I thought you were going to tell me that, like, your cousin thinks that, but not you. (laughs) (laughs) 
So take us through. Okay, so uh, where would where, where do you want to start? So I don't know why. I was thinking about this this morning. Like there was a period of time in my life where I feel like I did a British accent and an Australian accent like on a regular basis. And then I stopped mm. doing it. And then now like if I try to do it, it's very weird. And I often like will merge kind of British and Australian into one situation. But when I like I spent a semester in London and it was very easy to do it when you're surrounded by it. And then you also, like, when in London, if you encounter an Australian person, you're like, you're an Australian person. (laughs) And also the other weird thing is that the Australian accent is, like, almost closer to an American accent than it is a British accent. If you're, like, um, amongst all three, you kind of start to realize, like, oh, that the way that Australians speak. I can I can see why it's more of an American accent. Anyway, I all have that loved to say, watching Jack's face this entire time you've been talking. It's been go- it's gone from like listening confused to, oh, to hmm to interesting to that's your perspective. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, I I mean, all that to say, I feel like we should start with an Essex accent, even though it's a very specific <sighs> British accent, because I feel like we are more likely to like employ that in like a fun conversation than to switch to uh, another accent but <laughs> German accent right yeah yeah but i don't know i i all that to say i don't think i'm as fun as i used to be is really the deep dive no. that i did no no for real that's what i've discovered about myself and so on that somber note can we go with the essex accent first beautiful beautiful so um what I tend to help people with are what they're called signature sounds. So if you get these sounds, then you can kind of nail the big part. So Ooh, the okay. first one is what we call the goat vowel because it's found in the word goat. It's an O sound. So, but can I just get you to say the word goat in your own accent each? Starting with, yeah, Steve, why don't you go first? Goat. Beautiful. Can you say it? So it takes three seconds to say it. Goat. Beautiful. That was not three seconds, but it was a long goat. <laughs> it was longer, which I appreciated. Thank you. Oh, uh, and again, goat. And the three second goat. Interesting. Now, um, oh, what's yeah? Tell <laughs> me what's what's interesting about it. Um, I just I just like to do that because it makes me feel superior. No, um, <laughs> <laughs> this is what we call a, a diphthong in the business. Basically, the vowel has two parts in the syllable. So when you spread it out, it doesn't just stay the same. So for example, if I did like bath, if I say the word bath long, it doesn't move uh, the whole mm-hmm. time. Whereas when both of you just did that, we had an oh, so it closes down into mm. an ooh. Yes. So there were two parts to this vowel. Now the great thing, there's going to be two parts in the Essex version. Yes. And we're probably going to end in a similar place at that ooh sort of place. But we're going to start at an ah instead. So can I get both of you to just go ah for me? Ah. Beautiful. And now ooh. 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 Now can you glide from one to the other? Ow. Ow. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Now can you put a G on the front of that sound? Gow. Gow. Put a T on the end. 
Gout. 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 Yeah. Gout. Gout. Oh my God. Gout. I'm already sounding, I'm already hearing the, the Gemma. The Gemma from Essex. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Gout. 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 To make it even more so, we could chop the tea off, but stop the sound with the, with your throat in a glottal stop. So instead of goat with the tongue, go. Oh, yes. Goat. Goat. Yeah. Goat. Oh, I did a tea. Goat. 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 Yeah. Yeah, there we go. Are you saying yeah because we're right, Jack, or because <laughs> you want to move on? <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm saying because we're making progress is what we're doing, oh, okay, which is good, great. Good, good. I, I love it. Great teacher. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. Um, so another word that we will find this O sound in is the word over. So it's going to sound very different from our American counterparts here. Can I get you to say that word just regularly in your own accent? Over. Over. So we have the O sound at the start and then the R at the end. Mm-hmm. Instead of an er, we're going to go for ah. Ah. Over. Over. Oh, you're going to do the whole thing? He yeah. wants it step by oh. step, Stevie. Jeez. Ah. <laughs> An bad student. I love it. No. Ah. no. She saw where I was going ah. and, and ah. ran with it. Ah. Yeah. And then put it together. Over. Over. Yeah. Over. So we're going to start at the same place that we end because we start at that ah in that oh anyway. So over. Oh. Over. <laughs> oh, oh, do the A-O thing? Yeah, so over. Okay. <laughs> uh, over. Not over. And then speed it up a little bit? Over. 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 Look, she, Jack just, just did this with his shoulders. He just raised them and dropped them like easy. Over. over. It sounds like a drug over. for some kind of um, something <laughs> to do with ovaries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Over. Now available. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your life is over. 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 Yeah, exactly. Over. Beautiful. Over. Stevie, by the way, you're doing well. Oh, Bo- both stop. of you just, just oh, froze over. already. Over. Now, the tricky thing that I find with some of my American clients is then trying to put this O before an N sound. Because typically only doesn't have an O, it's not usually only or uh-huh. in most places, it, but it's a short O, whereas we want this long O before an end. So we want only. Only. That sounds great. Do it a little faster. <laughs> only. O- only. Yeah, only. 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 Very good. Only. And then don't co- smile. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, shut up, Logan. <laughs> how do you say the first number in numbers after zero? One. <laughs> how do you say the first number in numbers? <laughs> <laughs> See, I, I could have been a math major. Oh my god, Stevie! Stevie is buying her time to while she figures it One. out. One. <laughs> oh, how do I? How yep. do I say it? One. One. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We want a, a nice open ah. Uh, so one. 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 Yeah. One. Oh, you want us to say it in the accent. Well, one. That, oh, that, that, that's the change. Yeah. So, okay. One. One. Yeah. So you could say only, only one. Only one. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Only 
Only one. Very good. I feel like I sound like a wench. I'm, I'm doing the, um, the like Duolingo version. I'm yeah. like pausing <laughs> it and I'm like, only one. <laughs> only one. Yeah, I feel like I could do some kind of like announcement somewhere too. Yeah, like, don't I just need an owl costume. One. One. Yeah, one. yeah, yeah. Like maybe like for trick-or-treaters, if you need an audio <laughs> track, it's just like only one. One. You know? Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Very good. So we're now going to do the illustrious phrase. Am I the only one? Yes. Okay, I love this. So we've already got the end half, so we just need the I am I. Yeah, so just just give it a shot. Okay, I feel like if I was doing it with an Essex kind of style, yeah. I'd have much bigger boobs. <laughs> <laughs> Did you unbutton your shirt one? No. You, oh. <laughs> I didn't. It's been the same. It's the, oh. it's, it's but- It seems like it got like lower. Like it seems like you like just loosened right up for I mean, the Essex I may, accent. I may have pulled the shirt down a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I need a spray tan to make it work. Um, okay. okay. We'll wait. <laughs> <laughs> Am I... The only one. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. Yeah, Stevie. Is the, is the, yeah, I guess these. Because it's before it, before it's an O. Yeah. Am I the only, no, did I nail only? No, only one. Am I the only one? My note to you, Stevie, is be wrong and strong. Ooh. Wrong and strong. That doesn't come naturally to me. (laughs) (laughs) Don't be afraid to be wrong and strong, I should say. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. See? Yes. That's the note you needed. Do not do not think of the posh people that you went to that you went to do your study abroad with. This is not that. I I that's an interesting question. Like, could I sort out all I could well the answer is no. I could not sort out all the British accents into the various different spots that they're mm. supposed to go in. But am I the only one that could? No, see, that's Australian. That, am. That, if, am, am I, I the only? What one? are we doing on that word? On only. Oh, I'm supposed to do an O A. Only. An A O A O A O. Only. Am I the only one? Not it's bad. too bad you guys don't have a video feed of this entire conversation because I do feel like a, what I'm feeling at least as I do it. It's like I'm moving my mouth and my face in a different way. I feel stretched out <laughs> in the face. Mm-hmm. I'm like, only, and I only. feel like part of this is like, um, it looks it looks different than I normally yeah. look when I speak. It's the bangs. <laughs> so you you were saying about feeling stretched out as a as a phrase, um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that's a really good observation because you're having to use your face muscles in a completely different way than you normally would, and yes. so it will feel more effortful probably in this accent. And in broad stroke general terms, again, there tends to be a lot of jaw work. So you'll f- find find that a lot of the efforts actually in the jaw for this one. Huh. And is that because it's an Essex accent or because we're just doing a new accent? For, for this type of accent specifically, you will find people use their jaw quite a lot. Okay, so am I the only one? Yeah. 
Okay, so, okay, here's my thing. That sounds like a British accent to me, but it also sounds like Oliver Twist. Like, it sounds like, Lisa, can I have some more? Which is not an Essex accent. There is a little bit of kind of deliberate intonation happening, which is probably what is invoking Mm, that. But again, we're, we're just... If I was more well, natural, let me just be more natural about it. Okay, that. okay, yeah, okay. I mean, yeah. I, yeah, yeah. Oh, like we're in conversation, whatever. Am I the only one? Yeah. It, okay, so, so yeah. So, so, Jack, could you do like, could you take that phrase and just show us for a second, like a handful of British accents and how that phrase differs? Or mm. is that phrase one that like doesn't differ as much as you move through the different British accents? I guess that's what I'm having a hard time. Sure. Um, the There are a couple of things that will change in there. So, for example, if we go to Yorkshire, which is a northern accent like Sean Bean, for example, the I and the O and the one are all going to change. So it'll be more like, am I the only one? Oh, it's like a rounded. Oh. The only, it's a little only. It's a little towards like Irish, mm-hmm. too. Okay. Whereas down like the, the crown version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Am I the only one? Am I the only one? one? Am I the only one? So yeah. you need that slight that slight constriction in the throat. Slight yes. constriction. Am I the only one? Okay. I feel like I feel tight. <laughs> That's As perfect. As opposed to loose, I feel tight. Instead of being stretched out, you're now tight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jack, and can you do the Essex one so we have that too? The right sure. version? Sure, yeah. <laughs> Um, and then in Essex, it's more like, am I the only one? Am one, I the only even. one? Am, am I, I the, the only one? Only. Yeah. yeah. That's something you could say to Cassie when you go home. Thank you. Am I the only one? You could just try these out. Okay. I'm going to go around all exactly. today and be like, am I the only one? <laughs> 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 nice to meet you, sir. Am I the only one? <laughs> am I sexual? Am I sexual? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. There was a solid like six months when I lived in San Francisco that every night I went home after work and I watched hours and hours of this reality. uh, Yeah, reality show called The Only Way is Essex. That was like the Laguna Beach style reality show of this of of Essex. Mm -hmm. And when I watched it so consistently, (laughs) so regularly like i could fake it yeah and i could make fun amazing and that became my like my only reference for england was essex for a very long time yeah that's why little kids get the peppa the pig accent because they watch peppa the pig so much that they start talking like peppa the pig Shall we shall we try another accent? I wonder if we can have as much fun with German or some French. I either one with what, what what are we feeling? Let's go German. I yeah, really like you've got uh, Stevie's yeah. got the leather on, you know, just feeling very, yes. very German. You've got your Berlin vibes. Yeah. Super German. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. So the thing that's gonna be different about this compared to the last one is that when English is a second language. You tend to employ the rules of the first language. V- Ws in German are said as Vs. 
Vi. Yes. Vi. Can I Vater- ask you? Watermelon. There's something about, um, and I don't think this is done as much for other accents. German can go like kind of comedic very quickly. You know what yeah. I mean? And so is there that choice that you that you do have to make where it's like, okay, if you push it a little bit like this, it's going to sound comedic versus like, yeah. I, yeah. For when I coach people for auditions, I tell them that very easily it could become Heimlich from a bug's life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, absolutely. I, I think it's it's to do with how much you lean into, like, playing with intonation. So if you're doing this all the time, then, you know, it's so funny. Uh, yeah, and then yeah. <laughs> it, it could get very comical. with that. It's kind of like Swedish as well. Because of the intonation pattern, it's very easy to lean into that, and then it's comedy all of a sudden. A caricature. Yeah. 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 So it's taking the things that you would do and then maybe just softening them a little bit or just getting very detailed about it mm-hmm. um so if we were continuing with the lyrics from Backstreet's back um if oh, yes. if we looked at the phrase am i everything <laughs> you need okay. oh my gosh this is where am i the only one i, I did didn't not even make that, that connection either, yeah. am i the oh, we have to sing these all now we can yeah. only sing them. <laughs> okay, so the the word you want us to say is... Or the so the, the lyric that we're looking at for this one is, am I everything you need? So we're going to change that TH sound because they don't use a in German at all. So we have to replace mm-hmm. it with something that's similar. So we're going to put an S in place. Okay, so everything. Very good. And then the other everything. thing that tends to happen is that... You mean the other thing that... <laughs> yes, is it as a thing? <laughs> is it as a thing? That Vs are pronounced as Fs because Ws are Vs, so now Vs are Fs. So instead of every sing, we're going to do F, every sing. Every sing. Every sing. Every sing. Every sing. Every sing. Yeah. <laughs> Am I? Uh, uh, no, yeah, I, I was doing a British. Am I? <laughs> am I everything? Good. Everything. Everything. We've got to be careful because you do speak both fuzzy and Spanish. We've got to be careful not to add in any tapped or rolled us on the because that would be your yes, go-to okay. other accent yes. probably sound. But okay. just regular every, just regular R, everything. Just a boring R. Yeah. Okay. F. F. Re. Everything. Very good. Everything. And then on that am, we're just going to change it to an m. 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 Like e m. Yeah. M. 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 Everything. M. Everything. Very good. And put in the word between it. Oh, your. M i. Oh, am I? Oh, what am I saying again? I. M. I. Everything. You need. Very good. Stevie? Interesting. <laughs> M-I everything you need. Very good. And this is going to be one okay, more change. Okay, Anna Delphi. <laughs> and uh-huh. that is going to be on the end of need. Instead of doing a D, we're going to do a T. That's great. Oh. I don't like doing Ds. Beautiful. Yeah. Overrated. <laughs> M-I. <laughs> yeah, totally. Totally overrated. Am I okay? Am I everything? Am 
M-M-M-M. Am I everything you need? That's it. Okay. <laughs> it's funny because you, as you're processing it, you do sound like a German person trying to learn English. <laughs> Am I everything you need? You need? You need? Am I, am I everything, everything you need? Am yeah. I everything you need? <laughs> See, I'm hearing more of an accent when I hear Stevie do it than when I do it. Like, I feel like I'm saying it as an American and you're saying it as a German. That might just be your perception, I would say. Okay. Yeah. A lot of, lot of self-shame self <laughs> going on here, Jack. <laughs> I mean, what are TV personalities and radio personalities and podcast personalities if... Not filled with self-shame. Self-shame yeah. and doubt. Yeah, totally. Okay. And and then now if we say it like, a, oh, wait, is there another part of it that we need to Germanize? No, that that is the German part of that. Um, and what about the I? The, it's the it's I. pretty similar. It's similar? Because yeah, okay. they have that sound like, already. Because <laughs> they have the I sound in German as well, the language. Okay, cool. Am I everything you need? Very good. Am I every, everything you need? <laughs> Always a yeah, lovely question. With a little head nod. Am, Am I, I everything you need? Yeah. Oh, question. When you when Germans speak, do they like do they have mannerisms that are very German, like physical mannerisms when they speak? Great question for all the German listeners out there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry, you're not. He's like, I am an expert on the speaking, <laughs> not on the physical movements. <laughs> because you did this thing where you went like, hmm? you cocked your head when you did it. And I'm like, I wonder if there's Me? one that's like a oh, no, furrowed Jack. brow. Me. You, you, Stevie. Yeah. Oh, oh, no, that I was bringing like a question. I was like bringing yes. like, I was really emphasizing, bring I don't know how to say this. <laughs> Am I yeah. everything you need? need? You know, head yeah. tilt, you know, head tilt, arms come up like the emoji. Yeah. Am I huh? everything you need? Need? Although I feel like a German would never have a question when they speak. <laughs> They're like very fully very confident, yeah. very direct. Yeah. Am I, I am so everything like you need. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. No question marks exist in the German yeah. language. And I mean like a chopping, <laughs> I mean a chopping motion. Am yes. I, no, Every I am everything you need. You that, need. Yeah, that okay. automatically making it a statement helps a lot with yeah. the accent. Feels more German. <laughs> Man, yeah. we need to we need to write to the Backstreet Boys. I feel like this is a new a new translation they can well, use. Well, um, speaking okay. of the Backstreet Boys, this is where I have my confession of thirty five years that I've been <gasps> holding in this time. So, of how many years? Well, I said thirty five, but uh, they were. You mean thirty five? Thirty five. Thirty five years. Um, <laughs> well, no, si since I want it that way came out. So mm -hmm. okay. twenty ish years, I guess. So sometimes people hear things and reinterpret the lyrics or mishear the lyrics in a certain 100%. way. One hundred percent. I always do that. Yes. Okay. Oh, no. And for a shockingly amount of time, I had no idea they were saying the word mistake in the in the chorus. Classic white man does not hear mistake. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Just <laughs> leading into branding right there. 
Wait, give me the full lyric because I love that you're entering into this thinking that the two of us have are Eddie. like uh, uh, have knowledge <laughs> of the lyrics of this song. I mean, granted, it is our podcast name. But. So in the middle of the chorus, there's the line, ain't nothing but a mistake. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. Tell me why. Exactly. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Now tell me why. <laughs> As a 10 year old, I thought the lyrics were nothing but a mere Stay. Like, I'm only here for a little bit. It's just <laughs> a, a, nothing but a mere stay. Because they don't that really say the so K very hard. <laughs> a mere That's stay. That's really cute. And so, that, like, I was like, it, it's, it's for a long stay. time. It's not just a mere stay that I'm here. And for, like, oh. a shocking portion of my life. When did you discover it? In my 30s. Oh, my That's goodness. That's a great I confession. Love that. I was hoping for, like, murder but that i mean uh, this is this, this is the podcast for that i don't think yeah no it's not but what i've awesome? had so many of those <laughs> that'd be so awesome if that's what you saved for the podcast you're like have a confession to make and then you literally confess a crime yes yeah. i have the Would golden you, state killer okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> If Jack confessed to murder on this podcast, murder. Would you murder? Would you report him, Stevie? Or would you just be like, you know what? Let's see what happens when when this airs. You know, we haven't gone over that in our production and operations guide at Mythical. (laughs) I feel you need a policy. I would would push it up the (laughs) the chain. (laughs) I'd be like, you know what? You've taught us so many accents today. It's totally fine. You murdered a number of people. Um so yeah. we'll leave this unreported. <laughs> okay, so what I love that. What a question. What a question for all the Germans listening. <laughs> uh, I have a question for both of you. Okay. Oh. If, if we're allowed to do it this way. Uh, yes. um, are there any accents that are near and dear to your heart? And if so, why? Why? Because accents mm-hmm. are more than just sounds they're also representations yeah. of society and yes. markers of social groups and so it's always interesting to hear from people what speaks to them yeah i mm-hmm. i i like this question i because near and dear to my heart is of course like the persian accent the iranian accent because i grew up hearing it but i am also very aware of like when i use the accent it's often in a comedic way Mm -hmm. and there's a little bit of a problem with that right to be making fun of the accent Mm -hmm. that my family speaks and recently I've had a couple of auditions or roles where I've had to be the Iranian person from Iran speaking English and so I've had to use the accent and I I became so aware of the fact that like wow when I do this I'm doing such a caricature of the accent that nobody can take this person seriously if I do it this way, mm. you know? And so it becomes, it makes the accent a joke. And I think that's like a, that's something for me to work through is, is not doing it for the fun performance of it, but doing it for like the, I don't know, respecting the character. And I don't know how to, I haven't, I haven't yet figured it out. No, I think that's super valid. And also because representation of certain accents in the media it's very skewed Mm -hmm. there aren't a ton of mainstream media iranian shows where you hear just everyday people just having conversations living their lives yeah the same thing i see a lot with a lot of the latinx community that 
I've had to coach some for auditions and they say my agent wants me to like I was born in Mexico my family's Mexican they want me to sound different from how I am and it feels weird and Mm -hmm. I don't like it Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) so yeah I think it's an interesting point to navigate and like yeah but you see a huge range of things on breakdowns for accents like you get the I had to coach someone on a vaguely european accent <laughs> I was like, okay oh. so what is what what does that mean <laughs> yeah uh, oh, no it was wasn't vaguely. it was un unplaceable in fact it, it specifically unplaceable european accent and i was like unplaceable huh interesting so which part <laughs> we yeah. had a lot of fun we took a little bit from here a little bit from there and just like did them in all the places so you can get something as vague as that or you can have like this person grew up here and then they moved to here and then they spent seven years here. And you're like, okay, oh, Jesus. great. Okay. Um, yeah. So there's, there's a huge range of what you'll see for auditions and roles. Um, wait, okay. Well, I can't, I, I, we, we got to do French before you, yeah. and I don't even know what yes. the next line yes. of the song is. So what is the next line in the song and how are we going to French it up? Yeah, it's, you yeah. You better rock your body now. Is, is. <gasps> oh, you better rock your body now? <laughs> that seems yes. the perfect thing okay. to do in French, you know? Yeah. Yes. All right. So going back to it's a second language accent. We're going to put some of the rules mm-hmm. from French into it. First thing we've got to play around with mm-hmm. is the letter R. So do you want to give it a go first? No. <laughs> Jack, give me something to go off. Of. Uh, I'll give you the technical name, and then, then that will just yeah. give you an epiphany. Uh, it's a it's a it's a uvula trill. Oh, I know that sounds fancy, right? So yeah. basically, the uvula is that little teardrop dangly thing at the back of your throat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it's a the little. I, I at this point I've forgotten. Uh, One more it? time. I'm gonna oh. rock your body now. What is it? Yeah, so um, better. Rock. 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 Uh, again? Yeah, uh, you better rock <laughs> your body now. You better. This sounds where German. Do you, where do you want? Jack, stop. <laughs> <laughs> are you, uh, where are you putting, where, what word do you want us to say? Let's have a go. Rock. Let's start with rock. And so the things to be careful of with this is we don't want it to be a phlegmy. Just, just uh-huh. airflow. And then not too much of a hard K on the end, just a little soft. Rock. Oh, rock. 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 For some reason, I'm like, given that we've done all these accents, I can't even, I'm trying to remember what a French accent even sounds like. Logan, can you get her a beret? Just get her something that's going to get her in the mood. A baguette. Yes. Okay. Here we go. Here I go trying it. Okay. Hook, hook, hook. Yeah. What am I doing with my tongue? Am I sticking it, it, it out? No, it's staying flat. It's it? staying flat. The back of the tongue flat. is going to hit that. Hook. Okay. Hook. 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 That was hook. good. Hook. Yeah, I think you found it. Hook. Hook. Now, hook. now the trick is hook. on the hook. word better to do a little uh on the end. Ugh. Yeah. Better. Okay. So like Better. something something that disgusts you. Ugh. Yeah, that's a good that's a good Better. Yeah. Better. Amazing. Better. Better. Uh, Better. See? 
You better rock. Better and rock. then you can kind of <laughs> you connect better the two. Rock. I Your see body. <laughs> <laughs> you better. better. Oh, you know what I'm getting a little is like Transylvania? Pepe, Pepe Le Pew. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You better rock your body. You sound like the yes, chef in yeah. Little Mermaid. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's <laughs> better. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. You better rock your body. And, okay, we need the body part. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we want, we want a little bit of like ease of airflow in this one. A little less harsh than... And staccato, but a, a, a little, <laughs> little floaty, flowy. He's like a little less of what you guys are doing, a little bit more. Body. Oh, I like that. Did you hear how we went? No. Body. 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 Yeah. Body. You better rock, your body. rock, rock your body. Sorry. We're, we're getting a little Scottish. <laughs> on, on the yeah, your, yeah. Uh, your, so, your, rock your body. Your, your no, just say the words he says. I know, but but what was your? What was your? Just your. Rock your. Body. What was the Body. Body. Rock your Rock body. your body. Rock your body. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like a little lullaby. You, you got <laughs> to shake your head side to side. Rock your body. Yeah. Okay, let me try. Rock your body. You better rock your body now. <laughs> like jack stop you're making me uncomfortable (laughs) (laughs) okay you (laughs) sounds so funny you better rock your body (laughs) yeah uh, very sinister but uh, i I like the lead into the mic for sure you you're you better you better rock your zach i'm working (laughs) (laughs) you better you better rock, rock your body. That's yeah. Rock your body, body. And then now body. at the end. Oh, now. Oh, mm-hmm. when now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and how, can you say the now? Uh, it's pr- it's, it's now? pretty regular. Yeah. You better rock your body now. Oh. You better fucking do it now. You better hook your body now. Okay. <laughs> exactly. Okay. So, so then we can put all of them together. Oh, oh no, okay. no. Oh, although we did miss out a line, which is the most iconic line of the thing. Am I sexual? Oh. Why, why did we, we didn't do that in French? I can guess what that one is. Uh, am I no, I can't. What, what's it. what's the accent? <laughs> it, it, it's American. I do feel like when uh, when anybody sings a song and with English words, it sounds like American. a normal, uh, uh, like yeah. like not, I shouldn't say normal. It sounds like an American accent because it's sing songy. I saw a TikTok recently, and I don't remember what band it was, but it was a British. British or Australian band, and they were like, "This is what it would sound like if we sang in, in our, our accents, and, wh- <laughs> oh, and, and why we don't." So I think it's a <laughs> conscious choice. Well, how about this, Logan? Why don't you take "Am I Sexual" in a Southern accent? Because <laughs> that oh. one I feel like comes naturally to you, Miss North Carolina. Okay, so wait, am I the only one? Is the Essex one? Yeah. Am I sexual? That's Logan Southern. Okay. Am I everything you need? Um, I'll take the German. I'm, no, we're all saying no. it. <laughs> I feel like that's the one that I excelled at. Great. You've got a good connection. And then you can do, yes. you can do French. <laughs> Jack, you tried to get her to, what was it, fail hard? What Wrong and it? strong. I loved it. 
Wrong and strong. Wrong this and girl. strong. Fail wrong hard. And strong up. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And then, am I the only one? Yeah. Am I the only one? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good. Logan? Logan? Am I sexual? Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. Am, am I everything you need? <laughs> 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 Am I everything you need? You'll, oh, yeah. And I, the French one, I don't know. Yeah. There's no yeah there, I think. What's the. There's no yeah. That's incorrect. Oh, my God, guys. No <laughs> Am I everything you need? Because then you Am have to I do the, the, the quick switch from German to French if you don't put the yeah in, you know? You I'm putting that extra challenge in there. Better. You better rock your, your body now. <laughs> We're getting a little Shrek, and I love it. <laughs> I like to add a little Shrek in everything. Donkey! <laughs> All right, uh, I, I think we're performance ready. Should we, should we give it a, another go? That was the performance! <laughs> that, that was rehearsal. That was rehearsal. Okay, so so are you taking, you're taking Essex, Nikian? Or are we going to do it together? I think you can start together and then split up. Okay. And then, yeah, Nikian, you take the French, and I'll do the German. And then... Do, do, Shall I say, am I original in something? Just to start us off. You can be all the, do you want to be all the yes, but you have to be really enthusiastic. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We're going to, we're going to go. Ready? Okay. Yeah. We're not singing though, right? It's up to we're you. We're saying it. Okay. We can say it. <laughs> uh, okay. Here like, we go. Okay. Ready? Three. One, two, one, two, one, two, three. That was not what the right the beat. Sorry, that was not the right. <laughs> Just to, okay on on on, on one. We're gonna go or on zero. Three, two, one. Am I am I the, the only, only one? Yeah. Am I sexual? Yeah. Am I everything you need? You better rock your body now. Everybody, yeah, yeah, yeah. rock your yes. body, yes. nice, yeah. Okay, Jack. Well, I I know that we've now mastered uh, Essex, French, and German, um, and and we wouldn't have done it without you. So thank you so much for joining thank you. us. You're uh, all professionals. Thank you. I love it. Thank, thank you, Jack. <laughs> thank you. Thank you so thank much. <laughs> and I can't wait. I can't wait to come to a reality show near you. <laughs> yeah, me too. Yes. With my new success accent. I'll see you. I'll, I'll see, see you there. <laughs> Thanks, Jack. See you then. Bye. All right. Well, I think we learned several things today. We did learn a few accents. We also learned the lyrics to um, Backstreet's Back. All right. Uh, that was that was a nice surprise. Yeah, the, like that happened to us like mid episode when we realized <laughs> yeah. what he was actually doing. I appreciate Jack uh, for bringing us back to the origin of our yeah. of our podcast. Also, I realized like at one point he says like, "Am I sexual?" And I just was I like, "I guess that's." I guess he just wonders if he's sexual, and we're not going to say anything. <laughs> it's like look at Jack trying to make a joke, and then yeah, and he's then like, he "Oh, was... what?" <laughs> okay, for this week's awkward story of the week, I thought because earlier in the episode you hadn't realized I had been mistaken for Taylor Swift, 
I would go into detail on on one of the times that I was oh, mistaken yes. for Taylor Swift. One. Oh, wow. Okay. Oh, yeah. There was right. a period of time. Like I said, the further from L.A. I got, the more I got recognized. But this particular <laughs> awkward story was in the heart of Los Angeles. Um, and I don't know. I don't know if I've told this publicly. If I have. I'd like our friends to pull up that version of the story that I told and compare <laughs> it to the one that I'm Fact about to tell because it. it's been a minute. Um, okay, so Cassie and I went to this restaurant in downtown L.A. This was like years ago. I don't even think this was 2018 bangs. I think this was like the time before that that I had bangs. It must have mm. been. Yeah, mm-hmm, it must have mm-hmm. been. Oh, were these the Bjork bangs that were like way too short? Oh, no, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was um, when people asked me if I was from here, the United States. Uh, they were very short, uh, which I which I brought up with my hairstylist this past time. And she was like, oh, yeah. my God, I'm so sorry. And I was like, that's right. So you better pay special attention to the bangs this time, biatch. No, this was, this must have been like a, a 10, 11 years ago. Um, so we went downtown for dinner And it was a restaurant we'd been to before, but we walked in and everyone around us was like a young, handsome man. And I was like, something is going on here. Mm. Um, And we looked at the menu that was on the bar and it was like gay night. And we were like, "Okay, it's gay night. Uh, That's why there's so many attractive gentlemen here. And we were the only women that we could see in the whole place. And so we sit down for dinner and a larger group comes in at, like, kind of an adjacent table. We're sitting at, like, a two-top by the window. And it's all men except for one person, and that is Chelsea Handler, which is so mm-hmm. on brand that mm-hmm. it's, like, you know, six or seven handsome gay men and Chelsea at this table. And um, so Cassie's like, oh, do you see who that is? Yeah. And I'm like, yes, don't talk about her because I don't like to – engage or you know i i don't i've turned i I turn the other cheek to a face. does it make you uncomfortable yeah when you see yeah because i'm like yeah i'm like i don't want i don't want them to know that we're noticing them i don't want to like ruin their experience like i don't know who the fuck you are chelsea yeah it's just you're a nobody yeah you're nobody but i see you um and so uh at one point at dinner one of the, they had like an empty chair at their table and it fell backwards. Like someone had put something on it or something. It fell backwards mm-hmm. towards our table. And so Cassie like got up and helped them put the chair back. At this point, Chelsea's like at least a few drinks in. Mm-hmm. And because this was like over 10 years ago, I'm going to say this is her peak of drinking. Um, and she <laughs> sees our table and Cassie's like looking over that way and Cassie turns back to me and goes, oh, my God, she thinks that you're Taylor Swift. And I was like, what are you talking what? about? And she's like, I just saw her. She said to the people sitting next to to, to her that you're Taylor Swift. And I was like, you're you must have misheard or you're being ridiculous or whatever. All of a sudden. I'm like looking down my plate and I look up and there's like a hand that's coming across the table to shake my hand and it's Chelsea and she's at the table and so I like shake her hand and she's like, hey, I don't know if you remember me. I'm Chelsea. We met at this party 
And at this point, I'm like, of course I know who you are. <laughs> but I've I don't never that party. <laughs> yeah, I've never met you before. And I don't even recall what I said other than, like, I said, like, I'm Stevie. And when I said that, you could kind of see on her face she was like, hmm, I don't think Stevie's a nickname for Taylor Swift. But she, like, you know, pulled off the rest of the brief conversation and then went and sat down. So freaking Chelsea Handler was smashed and thought that I was Taylor Swift just, like, casually sitting next to her in this downtown restaurant. Do you think that she then thought that you were Taylor Swift, ignoring her and giving her the wrong name? Yeah, I, Listen, she must have had a lot to drink to to have that whole interaction. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. And, and the fact that she thought that I was sitting there as Taylor Swift, like, uninterrupted by all the, like, hundreds of gay men yeah. in the restaurant, like, <laughs> as if, like. Like, what? (gasps) And what's funny beyond that is that years later, I actually became friends with her cousin, who's her producer, and Mm -hmm. her former assistant, who I'm still friends with now. And like a couple years into being friends with them, I was like, guys, I have to tell you this story um, (laughs) about Chelsea. And they just died. And so since then, I've I've seen her like a handful of times around and and have not had the Taylor Swift uh, interaction with her. But I th- that's a freaking that's, that's a good a story. story. That's a good it's story. That's a great story. Yes. Yeah. I like okay. to tell a story and then go. That was a great story about the, <laughs> the story I just told. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, that feel, fills the awkward social slot of the week. I think. Yeah. Although I gotta say that was that's like one of those awkward moments that you like dream of having. I, w- I hope I have an awkward story that's actually just a fabulous story. <laughs> I hope Being I get recognized. Mistaken. Yeah, I want to get mistaken, like I said, for Courtney Kardashian. Courtney Kardashian. Bunchen. <laughs> what random references. Um, well, you know what? Let's let, Next time I see Chelsea, we'll give her a few drinks and parade you in front of her and see what she says. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Best Friends Back All Right. You can catch brand new episodes every Friday, so make sure to follow so you don't miss an episode. If you're enjoying the podcast, leave us a review. You can follow at Mythical Pods on TikTok for clips to share with family and friends. You can follow me at Nagin and Stevie everywhere at Stevie W. Levine. And of course, you can hear me every Monday through Friday on Good Mythical Morning with Brett and Link at youtube.com slash Good Mythical Morning. I'll see you there. 